This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. It's been an incredible year in the world of video gaming, and uh, gamers are still pretty pumped up, even just getting that little taste of Grand Theft Auto 6 that dropped this week. Well, tonight, the Game Awards are taking place. They recognize the outstanding contributions in the gaming industry. Mark Aflalo has some more details on this. Mark is the host of Access Tech Live. Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Mark, I'm great. Uh, it's no secret to anybody who watches or listens frequently. I am someone who enjoys playing video games. But yep. how does accessibility tie into the story of the game of the game awards? Well, number one, this is one of the first years that in these particular awards we're seeing an accessibility category itself. So it's going to be honoring the very best in accessibility. I know Steve Saylor, who blind gamer, oh, who amazing. I know is on a lot of these shows. He's he's going to be attending these awards and and talking about things from that perspective as well. But it it, it really fits in because there's about a half a dozen games this past year that have really focused on accessibility. And I'm talking about Diablo Four, uh, Forza Motorsports, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man Two, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter Six. These are uh, games that are nominated in that category of, of uh, you know, excelling in accessibility. And these are going to be on show. And the fact of the matter is, is that accessibility is taking a little bit more center stage when it comes to gaming with game studios spending more time on it and more attention in the mainstream media, which is why it's important that they're making their, their place in this awards. Mark, you, you ran through those titles a little bit fast there. Um, I'm going to have you do it again, but I but I, again. but I but I think the lens that should be applied there is pretty much every single one of those games is like not just a major developer game. These are AAA major successful commercial games. Like like this isn't like oh, yeah. oh we had to scrape the barrel a little bit to find accessibility acknowledgments in the video game world. It's like no, how about the best selling video games of the year are being acknowledged for their accessibility. Well, I mean, think about this, Forza Motorsports, it's a driving game. It's a first-person sit-down, drive a car, and it is completely accessible. I mean, there you're talking about audio notifications for everything that's happening in the experience. This was one of the first videos that I remember Steve Saylor posting where he was in tears because he was able to win a race. You know, uh, it's something that he'd never been able to do, obviously, in real life, but in video games completely unheard of you know look at a game like you know uh spider-man 2 spider-man incredible franchise oh, amazing. yes it's spider-man people have been going nuts about this again another game where you you know if you try to if you try to visualize what the game is about you know swinging from side to side how to even make that accessible is just so absolutely cool and an, an incredible feat and the fact that they're not only doing it but making it making sure that every element of the game is accessible is just absolutely amazing yeah and it, it's it's to me to me again it's it's impressive I, I i acknowledge that sometimes there's some back and forth there's some progress and some backsliding i i, I don't mean to take a big swipe at ea sports but they always <laughs> seem to take one step forward two steps back and then two two leaps forward and then one step back like they like they, they, they get ahead of the game and they fall behind the game but but i would say like my general assertion on the industry is there's progress yeah. and it's been pretty good progress in regards to making games more accessible 
available or at least offering accessibility features. And sometimes that's on the hardware front too, right? It's not yeah. just the game developing, it's giving people the equipment and tools to play games regardless of disability. Well, you think about this past year. Now, we saw the surface, the uh, the Xbox Adaptive Kit a couple of years ago. Sony released their accessibility kit this year for the PlayStation. So that's a new addition to the game here. It's showing a commitment not only from the game studios that are now really baking it into when they're developing a game. They're now starting to think about accessibility the same way Microsoft has been doing about software, Google, Apple, et cetera, et cetera. It, it, they, they're finally getting the spotlight and realizing that if they do this, it gets them more attention and gets them a, a larger user base. But the fact that you get the buy-in from the manufacturers of the consoles themselves, and of course, on the PC side, people have been creating their own adaptive controllers for yeah, a very, very yeah. long time. It, it's It's really cool. It, I, I think it, it speaks to just a little bit more, I'm gonna use this word incorrectly, uh, customization, that at least some game designers and hardware designers have become more open to the idea of there's more than one way to play a game. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I hate to always go back to Forza, but this is a driving game. Yeah. This is not yeah. something that you would naturally make the connection with, you know, low vision. Or it just it just doesn't it doesn't normally compute. And the fact that they did that and the fact that Microsoft is there helping to make things happen says a lot about where we're going with this industry. And it's giving a lot of people who weren't able to game before and now able to play these AAA games um, a, a new sense of, of vigor and excitement because they know that new games coming out are going to be accessible and they're going to be able to enjoy them just like everybody else. Yeah. Like they should have been able to do 10 years ago. But, <laughs> you know, we are where we are and and we'll we'll take it and we'll we'll take the win and move forward, right? Yeah, we 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 take progress. We take progress uh where where we can find them. Like that like we, we take we take yeah. our wins. We take our wins where we can find them, Mark. That that's just that's just the way that's just the way it is sometimes. Okay, for folks who are gaming enthusiasts, uh where can yeah. they go catch the awards tonight? Okay, well, it's very simple. You can either go to the Game Awards YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash the Game Awards, or the GameAwards.com. It's streaming at 7 p.m. Eastern, I believe. Um, really, really cool stuff. I look forward to that category. I look forward to the whole thing. It's going to be available both in ASL and Describe Video as well, so you can cool. find a feed that works for you. Right on. Uh, Mark, speaking of a feed that works for me, Access Tech Live uh, <laughs> hitting the airwaves this afternoon, noon Eastern time. I saw you shared uh, the interview that you and I did uh, last week on the show on YouTube. I watched it this morning because I am indeed someone who is vain and likes uh, listening to himself uh, talk and looking at his beautiful face. But what yeah. do you and Steven have lined up today? Uh, Sean's going to be joining us. Sean Priest is going to be joining us, of course, co-host of Double Tap, uh, the podcast. And we're going to be talking all about gift guides for the holidays. You got a couple of weeks left to do that shopping. And uh, if you got someone in your life that's hard to shop for, we'll hopefully give you a couple ideas throughout the the uh, the, the uh, you know variety of price ranges. Oh, don't remind me. I have uh, <laughs> not bought a single thing yet. So I am, uh, I am behind, there, the, I'm behind the game, Mark, behind the game. Hey, uh, Mark, listen, have a lovely uh, day around Montreal. Uh, beautiful day. The menorahs are going to be lit up everywhere on the first day of Hanukkah. So enjoy some time. Enjoy some time around my old city and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. That's Mark Aflalo talking to you from Montreal, the co-host of Access Tech Live. The show airs Thursdays, noon Eastern time on AMI-tv. This weekend on The Pulse, a new book explores what blindness can reveal about the relationship between humans and animals. Julia Gupta will chat with Rod Mikalko about his book, Letters to Smokey. That's The Pulse, weekends, 2 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-audio or on your favorite podcasting platform. Coming up next, May, December, 
is a Netflix film starring Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. Michael McNeely will share his review. But first, here is the Paris Sport Update with Greg Westlake. Hello and welcome back to the Paris Sport Update, produced in collaboration with the Canadian Paralympic Committee. I'm Nathan Clement. As the 2023 Parapan American Games concluded last week, many of Canada's summer athletes began their winter competition hibernation, leading the way for Canada's Stars of the Frost to come out and play. Opening up the month of December, the puck has been dropped in Quimisipis, New Brunswick for the 2023 Para Ice Hockey Cup. Canada faced off in their first game against China, scoring early, the Canadian team cruised to a 4-1 win. Canada is now set to battle Czechia and their rivals, the United States, in round-robin play. The 15th edition of the tournament spans from December 3rd to 9th. All the action can be found on the Hockey Canada website. You may even see the familiar face of Greg Westlake coaching for Canada. Transitioning from the present to the future, the Lethbridge Minor Hockey Association will be hosting an opportunity for everyone to try para-ice hockey. The sessions are free with all the equipment provided. The next event is happening on December 18th at the Nicholas Saran Ice Arena in Lethbridge. Soaring over the Rockies, we land in the interior BC where Greg Stewart has re-entered the circle and announces return to shot put as he aims for Paris Paralympic glory. That's our time for this edition of the Paris Sport Update presented by AMI-audio. Check back next week for more news from the world of adapted sports. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.